Blog Talk Radio. Set, set, set it all. And, and, and you know that I'm the solo yeah. winner. Rock him. Set, 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 set it 
set it off. Rock him, set it off. Rock him, set it off. You know that I'm the solo with Rock him.
just basically rolled up and then administers to Brown's job. And uh, again, we salute this young man. You know, it's a shame that he had to pass away, you know, so quickly. It was an unfortunate approximate time between 12.01 and 12.03 that this young brother went through this circumstance. And, uh, you know, this cop, Darren Wilson, had a history of uh, racial indifference, uh, you know, previous to the shooting. And very much, again, we lost, you know, Mike Brown, you know. And uh, shit was quite the event, but people were really, really upset at the events. And it's just a shame that, you know, this thing went down the way that it did. And it's a shame that we didn't have an opportunity to, you know, watch this brother grow into something else. He was, you know, on his way to college, you know, had graduated and everything. And no matter what the circumstances were around his killing, it certainly... Uh, was not worthy of a box of cigars for this officer to unload on him. And, I mean, we've had several conflicting stories as to, you know, it's all up in the air. We don't know exactly how this thing happened. And so it's quite fear to, you know, remember him and, uh, you know, talk about things that have been going on since then because there's been a lot of unrest this last two years between African Americans and law enforcement nationwide. I mean, we got some pretty wild stuff going on out here. And uh, it exists for that case, some articles where guests show up, you know, uh, we're going to discuss some of these things. I mean, it's some, it's some crazy doings. There's some, some crazy moments on out here, you know what I'm saying? Uh, helped out, you know, again, over cigarettes, over tobacco. Uh, you know, folks, we got to do better. We got to do better. We got to we gotta get away from this man's drugs. We got to get away from this tobacco products. And what comes down to a man attempts to boycott some of his services. I mean, we're getting murdered and killed by police unarmed for no damn reason or no apparent reason. You know, I'm an ex-Marine myself, and I know for a fact that there are so many different ways to escalate these children, so many different ways that we, two years after Perry Garden and Mike Brown, uh, Brown died, here we are again. America does not have capacity to withstand another black, white, chicken, by a deadly police encounter. We've been here before. Over the course of the last month, News 1 reported uh, was forced uh, to revisit a gallery that lists the shootings of black uh, men during police encounters, and Ann Paulson Sterling and Tilando Castillo, while documenting the two-year anniversary of the deaths of my two men in the gallery died in the many black cities across America, nationwide, like Baton Rouge, St. Paul, Staten Island, and Ferguson, hundreds of miles apart from the aftermath of these legacies, fulfills a similar narrative. We rally and march in their honor and fight and advocate, you know, on TV and social media the need to validate black lives. Hence, Black Lives Matter. Wouldn't exist, folks, for those of you out there that don't understand, don't like, or even hate Black Lives Matters. It wouldn't exist if we didn't have these things going on. And although they say blue lives, they say that, you know, all lives matters. They certainly do not act like it, especially in the case of us black folks and African Americans out here, you know, in America. To legislators and funders that they take action away from more information and administrative leaves, you know, uh, 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 places on off 
concerns involve shootings and indictments rain down. It's too early to tell the officers involved in the Sterling and Castile case shootings will be brought to justice, but in most cases, most of these men listed here were officers were allowed to walk. One has a clear set of solutions. Do we blame black America and tires to dismantle the theory behind blacks on black violence? Uh, you know, should we start, you know, uh, you know, uh, with our broken educational system? Do we raise that in our legislature, in our laws? And what about blaming media for lack of diversity and positive representation? Do we call on celebrities to speak out? Do we dismantle the police force and advocate for community policing? Well, just off of its face right there, a lot of these actors, not all, are not going to get involved in this because they're too afraid of their bottom line, which is lying in their pockets on bullshit programs that are not even reflective of the black community or anything at large involving black people. So we can't really depend on them to, to do anything to speak of the same thing, of course, because they so rarely get out from one of these discursive events of Hollywood execs that we can't get them to do anything or they you know, shrug your shoulders like, you know, they're not, you know, I don't know what it is. I mean, we hear stupid shit like that, in which, and by the way, his name is Chad Gregory Foster, known both Bow Wow and actor on CSI and several, uh, you know, movies, including, you know, a lot of foreign uh, site films, films in Atlanta, Georgia. And he's saying that he's shrugging his shoulders and he's saying he can't deal with the civil rights movement because he's mixed. I'm going to tell you something, young brother. There's a whole lot of black folks out there that made sacrifices long before your little career came along, before you did your World Six of Park and all these other little shows that you've done that represent heavily. And there were a lot of people ahead of you that got their pants cracked open and everything else so that you can have your little career and so that you can, you know, you know, do things the way that you're doing them and, and uh, you know, have a life and so uh, here again, two years later, we're still struggling to make people understand, you know, exactly what's going on. And unfortunately, you know, we have a media system that's made up 90%, uh, you know, and better that are uh, white Americans. And so a lot of these white folks, and he's got a shout out and point out, like, what's the purpose of having us on the show if you're going to treat us rudely and be disrespectful and act like a jackass on us? What's the purpose of that? And also, you know, as we look at, at how things are taken on unfolding, there's been no slowdown in the ill treatment of black people. You know, people that shrug their shoulders and say that we're not sure and we don't care. I mean, we have a media that, that all they can show is negativity. Even when you go to these Olympics or watch stuff on TV where the whole country is supposed to be represented, one thing we see the shout outs going to is predominantly white people. They got a flag flash by media that have an honest evaluation because it's as bad as white people telling historic stories about black people. Because they, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them, and in the position of their count, so far as communication goes, don't have the same concept that we do of who we are as people, what we represent, or anything, nor do they really give a damn one way or another. So we can't depend on people who predominantly project us in negative ways, who still want the gender pool rules, and who 
it's not going to happen. It's not forthcoming, and we can forget about that. So as we proceed to continue to talk even further about about just this just this last couple of years that we, when we've dealt with struggles and everything, you know, you have people out here whose families, you know, Trayvon Martin's family, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, I'm sorry, you know, Spare Rights, you know, his, his family. You know, when you see what's going on um, in, in, uh, in Cleveland and these other, uh, uh, you know, situations out here, it's bad when we, um, you know, see exactly what's going on. And let me get that name right me. That's Tamir Rice. No, I don't want to disrespect this young man's uh, wife being snuffed out the way it was. The shooting of Tamir Rice was a 12-year-old boy in June, uh, who was born uh, June 25th, 2002, and passed away and was murdered. They hurried up and rushed to judgment on that one. And, you know, the event turned death because they said that they thought he had a gun. They said that they thought that he was armed and dangerous. And, you know, the time that they spent, I don't think that they even really tried to attempt to disarm him. But they did, but they just kind of rolled up on a scene, shot him, and then started lying and trying to cover stuff up, which they do quite frequently, you know, ever since I can remember. You know, there's always been some kind of lies or, or something going on in which, you know, they continuously um, just they just act like that we really because our lives do matter. Our lives are important and the fact that, you know, they um, just kind of view us, you know, in abstract as if we don't count, as if they don't care. Um, you know, it's it's just a it's just amazing to watch this thing unfold. It's amazing to to see how it goes down and it's amazing that uh, you know, things continue the way that it has. I'm going to go ahead and take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to continue to discuss, to uh, probe and look at some of the odd and bizarre things that have been going on in our communities, the things that have been happening to, to us in our communities, uh, you know, and you know, after a brief break. So, you know, stick around, 516-418-593. 418 Let's go. We can grow. We can develop. As we know that heaven is not a place. And happiness lives in the heart. Long as the world keeps turning. Our duty is to keep on learning. You heard? Keep on learning. Know it all as soon as you think you do, that's when you fall. We got to do more to survive, we must evolve. Things change just when you think you've seen it all. We trip, we stumble, but we get back in stride each day, all the way, one step at a time. Don't want to let my ego and pride make me blind. The elders say, When you stop growing, that's when you die. The one who gets the knowledge is the one who asks why. Through the course of life, you're gonna taste some humble pie, but I love it. It makes me appreciate the things that I take for granted, gaining insight and understanding. Each one 
teach one. We got to pass it on. Keep doing the knowledge building and adding on with faith in the assumption that nobody knows everything, but everybody knows Keep something. Keep on learning. It's soaking up the game. We gon' make mistakes. We gon' go through some things. Keep on growing. Keep on soaking up the game. It's something that working. Don't be afraid to change. Yeah. The more you know, the more you know you don't know. And if you don't know, there's more you can know than you won't grow. What you don't know can hurt you. Discipline is a virtue. Gotta ask the right questions or else you go in the cycles and ciphers and spirals. Information is viral. It's infectious. It's contagious. And how you going through stages like the night. You don't believe that. No, we didn't do that. Then reality said and there's no disputing the facts. Yo, I'm sorry if I woke you up. But when I open up, it's like I'm smoking. But I'm high off the people. Watch me soak it up. Huey said the best education is observation and participation. Study how the people be related Different points of views Turn bad news to good news See it's kinda like some shoes Cause it got to make you move Treat it like organic food Make it something you can chew Information you can use Make it something you can do You don't know. When you let go of your ego, you free from all illusion. Dig? Can't make moves in confusion. Don't look for conflict, man. Always look for the solution. My pop said humility is a sign of wisdom. But to really soak it in, now that's a different kind of listening. See, man sharp a man. And every day is another lesson. And it's not failure when you learn, man. It's a blessing. And as the Buddha says, nothing lasts forever. We gotta manage our expectations. The less we pray, the less we suffer. In this way, we awaken. Right understanding, right thought, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, right focus. Keep soaking. Soak it up. Keep on learning. It's soaking up the game. We gon' make mistakes. We gon' go through something. Keep on growing. Keep on soaking up the game. If something ain't working, don't be afraid to change. Yeah. 
down, shoot for revolution, imagine In other words, keep your shit cocked, shooting for cash
still getting killed and still getting murdered. What's the difference? Somebody has to speak up and say something, or you just have the same old thing going on. I'm sorry, like Malcolm X always said, I'm not going to sit here and say, how, you know, how much better can we get than what we have right now when we know that it's getting worse and worse? The story goes on and says that you think it's important that about 53% of whites agree, 43% of blacks doubt, you know, consider examining the imperative divide that exists when it comes down to attitudes towards police within America. According to a 2015 report, 71% of whites said that blacks and whites are treated equally, while 36% of blacks agree and should become uh, a difficult standard to accept. This number reflects the majority of the country is off tone with what is really happening in black America. One of the most important things that we will uh, turn the tide are non-black allies who are free to discuss and reject the dismantle white privilege. The denial of the silence along with institutional policies along with state and federal levels keep minds much mired down and unable to accomplish you know, the change that we desperately need. But change is not strong enough to describe our sentiment and the, and the word has a, you know, an end to the senseless murders, right? Uh, the men in the gallery, uh, you know what I'm saying, and, and, uh, and were fathers like uh, Sterling uh, and, and Steele, and there were brothers and sisters like Jameer Rice and Trayvon Martin, were children like others like a kind girly who were killed walking down a stairwell, but John to hurry to murder somebody, you know what I'm saying, there it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's freaking crazy the way this thing goes down. It's freaking crazy the way it goes down. Makes no sense whatsoever, but yet still, you know, it continues to happen. Um, let's see here. Um, now, here's one right here. Let me bring this bad boy up right here. I mean, racism in America is not going to get any better if we continue to ignore exactly what's going on and exactly what's popping because they're going on. It's, you know, it's not going to happen. I mean, this, this, this racism against us by police forces and this, this hate on us by, by officers is ridiculous. Uh, here we have a, have a cop in a small town in Virginia that goes after a, a, uh, a, a black man, snatches his phone from him as he's uh, talking to him from his car and claims that the black man tries to, uh, you know, uh, you know, get inside his car and fuck him. And he has to chase him, you know, uh, tell him that he's not tough. And I mean, just engaging and acting like a child and not want to give the man his phone back. But yet he doesn't arrest him at the end of all the, the confrontation of words that went between them because, uh, you know, he knows he doesn't really have a case. So he just kind of, you know, let that story just kind of die out. And he just ends up with the brother at the end of the story. It's like trying to, uh, you know, get his phone back. So finally he tells him, to arrest him so he can get his phone back. Of course, the officer kills him his phone back, which is asinine and ridiculous. That's just a, a short little brief one there. Okay, now we have the story of a Baltimore police officer found guilty of a, of a, of a assault when he was shooting an unarmed, you know, uh, white man. And I guess that's supposed to be, uh, you, know, uh, you know, something that we can look at and say, okay, well, you know, they're doing their job, whatever things are as bad as they are. The only thing is that uh, when you look at that, you know, this is about one cop 
you know, a five-year-old. And there are so many ways to de-escalate, to de-escalate these shootings. And yet somehow, somehow, we still see these streets circumstances that they go through and how these people continue to have these things happen to them by police obviously have not learned, you know, that there are lesser means without just outright murdering someone, without just killing someone, without, you know, doing people in. And, and, and murdering, we sit up here and we see that for whatever reason, they don't want to de-escalate, they don't want to tone it down, and they would just rather, you know, shoot, kill, and murder us without thinking about what's going on. It doesn't matter if we have a child with us. It doesn't matter what's going on. You know, we just, you know, got to, uh, you know, you know, kill black folks and have no regards for them. But last week, a week, a week or two ago, we talked about Charles Kent, who is down north Miami, Florida, and the man's autistic patient and he's sitting there you know on his rear end with his hands up he's not making any motions it's obvious that the companion he has there doesn't have a gun and somehow he still gets shot anyway when asked asked the officer why he shot him the officer shrugged his shoulders and said he didn't know and then the commander of that officer that precinct down there decides that he's going to start lying. And he lied about the, the situation that was going on, about the officer and everything, when he's sitting here on national TV. So why would you lie to do that? Well, that spent the ground. Of course, uh, here's a, a, a story about violating someone's rights as a voter. He said, police, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you, and you guessed it, in Georgia this time, police are going door to door forcing black residents to prove that they have the right to legally vote. And I'm thinking, first of all, what the hell is the purpose of that? And that's a civil rights issue right there. People have the right to vote regardless. Who are you as, as police officers? Who are you to be going to people's houses? door to door to ask them if they have the right to vote. Said last week, the U.S. Court of Appeals um, struck down the North Carolina voter ID law that says specifically designed to uh, lower the current out amongst black voters. And so we know that this is a, is a carefully calculated plan. Again, crazier, you know, than the last few that we saw. Seems that you know, here is a, a fireman who received racist and bigoted, uh, you know, threats, you know, from, 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 from a white person. And he's a police officer, a community helper, a community hero, a community person who, who basically, uh, you know, does his job every day. 
they torched it, which is absolutely incredible business. It's like, you know, uh, what are you doing? The man's house gets torched. He said a black firefighter torched after he received racist notes. Kenneth Walker, a lone black firefighter in North Colorado, New York, says his family lost everything in the flames. After receiving racist, um, you know, notes, stating, you know, he was unfit. It says here that Walker, 28, is the only African American in North Carolina Fire Department and said he and his family, right? Um, you know, everything caught a place and everything burnt up. And I'm thinking, but you're always screaming this crap about diversity. Okay, well, how do you like the diversity now? You know what I'm saying? What, what, what kind of diversity, you know, we got going on here? You know, what's it all about? The rest of us handle the joke as well as you guys because, you know, if it's a joke, it should sure is not funny. Right now, we, we move on, and we, we see that this man went through what he went through. They caught the person that did it. And here, charged, man charged with, with arson. Okay, man charged with arson for torching a black no state firefighter's a house was a neighbor and a former firefighter. So he got fired, brother probably replaced him, so this fucking clown, you know, shit on The lone uh, firefighter from an upstate darkness. The lone black years old, you know what I'm saying, the gentleman admitted to police that he torched the house uh, in retaliation for getting removed from his job as a volunteer firefighter. And he did not uh, claim responsibility, but he feels the letter for claims he knows he wrote. Well, that's just bad as far as I'm concerned. You're an accessory after the fact. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this, this kind of crazy shit that we've been dealing with, you know what I'm saying? You know, dirty tactics here. We're talking about, you know, behavior that, that's almost, you know, subhuman, right? Now, here's, here's a beautiful story for you. A woman drowns after police threatened to arrest the men who were trying to save her life. 64-year-old Constance Manzanares. Police arrived at the scene. There were a number of young men in the water attempting to save that day, uh, person and rescue her from the car. However, witnesses say the police threatened the young men with arrest and chased them away from the area. Then, then they fell to make a rescue attempt of their own. A lot of women to drown. Now, to me, that's got to be some of the most asinine, unnormal bullshit, you know, um, thing that can happen to a person. And this is police theorized after, um, you know what I'm saying? That white, brown, hair, garden. This is the type of crazy shit we're dealing with. We'll be back in a moment. They got to move back. They need to change the game. Uh, 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 go. Uh, bounce. Uh, bounce. Uh, 
time you see Jigger Man, I'm rolling on dubs. Don't forget about them blades, chopping it up. It's a rock, too hot than us. J-Ho, about to change my name to J-Peso. But in the meantime, call me where you may so. On the Platinum Yamaha, I got that engine gunning. Throwing it up like liquor on the empty stomach. You don't hear nothing? Who that Mac? Nah, dog, that's them bleak coming. Who the f*** want what? Catch bleak in South Beach out of the reach of the police. On my lap, yeah. Yo, my back, holler. In my pocket, chocolate. Holler if you want drama with. The Dynasty, a male bleak jigger and seagull. That's an eagle, dog. Who else but me? Rock ears, rock wears, bandanas, and white teeth. Me without a dog, unlike me. You know I keep this right under the white feet. I'm eating now, you can't see the Got a little gut, so they the tough. I run wild, gun high, L.A. style Bang the rascal to the sunrise, plus I stay dumb For the block, the rock, club, the drugs, the pops, I got You see any track, I'ma spit the talk to it Down south, gon' bounce, Chris gon' walk to it Get a, get a, everybody to it Every dog, every blood in the hood, bark to it Get that, get the, everybody to it We can in here, put the in the air. We ain't the games of these. Play the games like we supposed to. Big Seagull in the house. Uh-huh. Six. Get your wig pushed back. Fight a wig pushed back. We ain't the games of these. Play the games like we supposed to. Big Seagull in the house. Still here, never left. Still bust, more or less. Still. Uh-huh. Change the games of these. Play the games like we supposed to. Young Hover in the house. Chris Sipper, six. I wear more blank than the sauce and soul trains. More chains and rings. Gonna do a thing. I bang the but plain. Daylight of the brains. Right at your brain. By the way, this is home. One shot Dillinger. One shot. It's only one rock lock familiar. Single lock filia. Brooklyn is me. Matter of fact, the East Coast took it from me. Fourth album, still gay. Still spitting that real Volume 3. Still sold more records than Will Smith. To come back, I run rap. Center, Grammy Award winner, falling repeatedly, highlights from Sports Center. Please repeat after me. It's only one rule. I will not lose. They got a nigga shedding tears, reminiscing on my past years. Cause shit was hectic on me last year. It appears that I've been marked for death. My heart was wrecked. The underlying cause of my arrest. My life is stressed and no rest forever weary. My eyes take tears for all the brothers that I buried in the cemetery. Shit is scary. I'm black on black crime legendary. But at times unnecessary. I'm getting Tear drops and closed caskets. The beat strikes large drastic. And certain death for a ghetto bastard. What can we do when we're arrested? But open fire. Life in the pen ain't for me cause I'd rather die. But don't cry through your despair. I wonder if the Lord still cares for a sticker's on welfare. And he cares if we survive. The only time he notice a nigga is when he's clutching on the four five. My neighborhood ain't the same. Cause all the little babies going crazy or they suffering in the game. And I swear it's like a trap. But I ain't giving up on the hood. It's all good when I go back. Oh, show me love. Niggas give me props. Whoever hot, cause it don't stop. Oh, my God. Now shit is constantly hot, 
on my block, it never fails to be gunshot. Can't explain the mother's pain when a sun drops. Black males living in hell when will we prevail? Fear in jail, but crack sales got me living well. In a sense, I'm suicidal with this thug life. Staying strapped, forever trapped in this drug life. God help me, cause I'm starving, can't get a job. So I resort to violent robbing, my life is hard. Can't sleep, cause all the dirt make my heart hurt. Put in work and shed tears for my dead peers. Misled from childhood where I went straight. To this day, I still pray for a better way. Can't help but feel hopeless and heartbroken. From the start, I felt the racism cause I'm dark. Couldn't quit the bullshit, make me represent. Hit the bar played the star everywhere I went. In my heart, I felt alone out here on my own. I closed my eyes and picture home on my block. And I can help but wonder why so many young kids had to die. Caught strays from AKs in the drive-by. Swollen pride and homicide don't coincide. Brothers cry for broken lives. Mama come inside. Cause our block is filled with danger. Used to be a close-knit community. But now we're all cold strangers. Time changes us to stone. Some crack pipes. All up and down the block exterminating black lights. But I can't blame the dealer. My mama's welfare check is for the next man grown wheels. Shit's real, I know you feel my tragedy. A single mother with a problem child that is free. Hanging out, picking up games, sipping cheap liquor. Gaming no she's open, I can get to sleep with her. It's a man's work. Staying strapped, fantasies of a nigga living fat. But hell back, pipe dreams can make the night seem hopeless. Wide-eyed and losing focus on my block.
you know what I'm saying, in all of our blood, nationwide, whether it's, you know, people getting shot and killed in Chicago, or whether it's Los Angeles, Seattle, or even down south, man, you know, these cops murdering our people, you know, relentlessly, and grinning about it, you know what I'm saying, I mean, stuff is out of control, and I've I'll get into just how out of control that is here in a little bit. Uh, a couple of days ago, you know, a cold-blooded murder in Chicago. Chicago police released a fatal shooting of, uh, you know, cops. They shot a black teen in the back. You know, I'm watching this video in the end in which they, you know, claim that, you know, this young man had shot at them first. And he, there was no shot. He had no gun. They searched all around and taped the block off with the red tape. They did all the, the usual BS they did. But, there, you know, there was there was nothing to be seen of this young man having a gun. So Chicago police on Friday released a body cam footage of a fatal shooting of an unarmed. Here we go again. It seems to be the common theme, almost like a song. The unarmed killing of a black teen, Paul O'Neill, that shows officers firing down the street and an alleged car, a thief, that sped away, and moments later, officers are handcuffing him as he lay mortally wounded, and, and they're not calling for an ambulance, they're not calling for anything. He says the, the, the PK, the footage shows officers firing at least 15 shots on the reportedly stolen Jag as he drove away, you know, says the Tribune. Their shots appeared to place the uh, officers, uh, uh, you know, further down the street and uh, danger of being shot. It says here, the city use of, uh, uh, excuse me, the city's use of force policy bans officers from firing at a moving vehicle. Let me say that once again. This is my hometown. The city's use of force policy bans officers from firing at a moving vehicle if it represents a threat only against officers and notes, you know, um, the news outlet says that a dead team's family was so distraught after viewing the videos at the Independent Police Review Authority headquarters Friday morning that they left without making a public statement, their lawyers uh, were told. Outside of the IPRA's office at, at the uh, Chicago Ashland Avenue, right, um, excuse me, Outside of the IPRA offices at Chicago and Ashland Avenue, that's South Chicago, it's my hometown, uh, Michael Oppenheimer, the lawyer for O'Neill's family, called the video what is beyond horrific and said that it plans to look at the shooting of the unarmed team. There's no question in my mind that criminal acts were committed here. And Oppenheimer, a former prosecutor, said what I saw was pretty cold-blooded. An unarmed, you know, a guy uh, shot uh, with a wound in the back, right? I mean, what the, what's going on, man? I almost lost it right there. But what's going on? I mean, for real, for real, you're not only shooting unarmed people, but now you're shooting them in the back. That's not what you were taught at the academy. That's not what you're taught at the law enforcement. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. And yet you continue to do the same crap. Over and over and over and over and over again, shooting teams in the back, doing racist stuff, you know, going, you know, having a racist policy. It doesn't make sense to me, and it's and it's reprehensible. 
that you keep doing the same shit over and over again. Um, a year later, you know, we're you're talking now, South Carolina. Young man comes in and murders a bunch of black people in a church down there in South Carolina. And, you know, person says they deeply wanted to remove themselves, you know, mostly from the story. But as a journalist, you're trained to be objective and remain neutral. And uh, this kid has shot those people. I mean, you got to be kidding me and you're killing me how he shot these people. And they allowed this white kid to uh, have the police buy him dinner before he went to jail made sure he ate everything before he went to jail. And I'm like, what the hell for? What the hell for? Crazy business. I've got two more stories, and then I'm going to finish my night out with some with some music to, to mellow the spirit here because, like I said, I'm pretty wired up about this these stories and these killings. And two years later, we haven't learned anything. Or should I say, we have. We've learned about law enforcement, and we've learned that law only seems to give a damn about a certain part of the population. They don't give a damn about all of the population, which is a shame. The story here says that before Alton Sterling, five New York cops pinned down a black man while a sixth cop shot him. Um, That's pretty horrific itself. It says here we are currently living during a period of killings of black people at the hands of law enforcement on the routinely recorded on cell phones and circulated on social media. 2012, however, police brutality went viral on social media on one man's story being shot by NYPD cops that, you know, uh, never made the national news. Of course it doesn't. This is what I was saying earlier about the media you know, being 94% white, they're not going to report our plight or report us in any way other than a negative way. They don't even have enough decency to tell the truth and show everything that happens out here. You see, here when Tawan Hill was held down by these cops, five cops had shot by another one. It was only a local story. However, a federal trial stemming from the lawsuit brought by Hill's mother stands case on the, in, in the spotlight. Hill was a, uh, in the passenger seat of a Mazda when his friends began propositioning a prostitute. What they didn't know is the prostitute was an undercover police officer. The undercover police officer accused one of the men in the Mazda of grabbing her at a, you know, a charge that um, you know, Philip Smallman's attorney says was a lie. And here, police officer Rivera claimed that the guy actually grabbed her arm. Smallman told the Daily uh, uh, Beat, uh, the Daily, sorry, the Daily Beat, says here that the police, which police lie, um, a lie is number one. Okay, because our private investigator, Mike Pisa, a former chief of U.S. Marshals in Brooklyn with 30 years on the job, found surveillance station in the building on the southwest corner of the intersection, it clearly shows no one ever laid a hand on Rivera. Anyway, she was wired and called for backup. Police arrived. Four people got out of the car, and Hill uh, took off running. 
Green gave chase, and one cop caught up with Kill. Told the five officers would eventually wrestle him to the ground, pin him down, and then pepper spray him. Okay, this is where it gets strange. Officers alleged that Kill rose up and five with the five officers on top of him and reached for a gun. <laughs> and we're supposed to we're supposed to um, believe that the city thinks that the jury will will believe. And somehow, a 140-pound guy raises 1,200 pounds of police off of him with a dozen trained hands, you know, trying to cuff him and manages to raise himself up to his knees, reach into his waistband, pull out a 9-millimeter Caltech pistol, and somehow point over his left shoulder at Sergeant Quigley. Ask Michael uh, Colahan, uh, another attorney representing Hill's mother. An officer fired a single shot in the back of Hill's head, and he did not have any alcohol or drugs in his system at the time he was shot. A federal trial begins September 12th. So basically, these fucking animals do what they always do right about now, and they killed this guy, shot him in the back of the head execution style, and they lie about the details in probably the most foul and vile way that you can have yourself murdered. And they kill this kid and think that everything is okay. Now, that I'm just saying these things or people out there listening to this think that it's just, you know, a racist rant, I got news for you. If you want to have a story about racism and make claims of racism, okay, I might have to put my glasses on for this one, get a load of this. Once again, in my opinion, some of the dumbest cops in America, NYPD officers, right, have this thing where they have a website operated by NYPD officers that displays their racism and ugliness for the whole world to see. Let me read that again to you. The website is operated by NYPD officers. Their racism and ugliness for the whole world to see is displayed. It says here that Charlie... Uh, 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 excuse me, Charlene McCray, New York Police, NYPD blog, and uh, NYPD official spokesman Stephen Davis, president of the Obama Ape in the White House, and 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 pro uh, pro Booker three rant uh, Walter Scott Killing uh, and Weijian Liu and Rafael Ramos, right? At the time, the race between the police and the black community were as sensitive as ever, and the former and current officers in the New York in New York used a website for racist, offensive comments and rants. You know, let the world know their ugliness flows to their minds. At least some of the force when they are on duty. Said so it is astonishing, you know, astonishingly tone deaf display of insensitivity that NYPD brass claims they were powerless. Called the three rants such as the website in in, uh, in uh, these times is akin to shouting fire in a crowded theater. Pro Publica, um, the investigative journalism nonprofit, published a report on three rants yesterday that reveals stunning regularity with racist posts that appear on the site. It raises questions of how much responsibility police show. Uh, bearing for, for trying to create 
a harmonious climate with uh, people that they are paid to serve. If cops feel no compunction about saying their racism or how it would know, be possible that they could to care about black and Hispanic communities, feel about them, right? At the top of the site, the Mac predominantly features images of slain cops with John Lou and Rafael Ramos, but it isn't the climate of hate or distrust that incited the gunman, Ishmael Grinsley, to execute them at point blank. Uh, last uh, December in Brooklyn as they sat in their patrol car. The postings on the site refer to black people as apes, including President Obama calling him the ape in the White House, and Charlene McCray, and, uh, Char- Charlene McCray the uh, mayor, de Blasio's wife, referring to her as the ape they call the mayor's wife. According to Pro Blitzer, one of the postings of a retired officer says, uh, of the of the blessings of retirement, they should not have to go to work in the Puerto Rican Day Parade, which uh, its obese, padded up women step in the outfits and uh, purchase a shoplift in a Kmart store, and another one, a Middle Eastern cab driver, is berated by an officer with the term third welder who should have had his hands split open, and a very disturbing stuff, outrageous stuff. Stephen achieved. Stephen Davis, the chief of the NYPD, told Publica, we, we see it. It's a problem. Uh, no shit. Monitoring these things is challenging, he continued. There are privacy issues. <laughs> there are privacy issues on a public website. Well, this is rich. We can't go and peel back emails and, and name tags to find out who these people are. But we are uh, the more pressing question is how NYPD brass can allow the site to stay up uh, is an issue of why officers would think that it's okay to portray the department as a beehive of racial hostility. The site created in 1999 by a former NYPD officer, Ed Colstein, right? The site claims that on his homepage, it gets 120,000 page views daily. Users reportedly have to input NYPD uh, ID in order to post. The homepage also uh, announces uh, prominently, we have the right to rant. What a bunch of racist fucking, literally racist fucking pigs, assholes, fags, and, and, and trifling bitches. These cops really are. Bullshit to regular behavior. We're talking about some real fuckboys that are operating the stage. He said, the comments on the site Give the media an easy source for stories to tell about racially explosive incidents. He says after Walker Scott was killed by a North Charleston a police officer, Michael Slanger, stories hit the web containing ugly comments that were posted on three rent as an illustration of racial uh, aminas in the hearts of police officers. The perpetrator was wanted for non-support and stole the cop's laser and ran like a little nigga, a little nigga, right? Um, the story inside the Business Insider user, just Graziato, and writing the rant, aren't police allowed to shoot a fleeing felon? Eight shots in the back. A good shot if you ask me. Who cares, wrote OT Kid? You know, one less uh, ass bowl 
that comes through uh, uh, that comes through the drive through on foot. But apparently, these officers who see harm uh, being done on the apparently they are officers that, that will see the harm being done on the ranch. I really have a hard time believing that so many people on this border cops. Uh, you know, user Wood Shumper wrote, according to, you know, the Business Insider, arrogance is completely and arrogance is breathtaking. NYPD officials can't do anything about the site, but there's a precedence of police officers being punished for comments made online. ProPublican provides an example of the officers in St. Louis suburb who fired racist remarks during the uh, Ferguson uh, protest. In addition, San Francisco officials fired eight officers uh, as they exchanged racist homophobic text messages. But in, uh, in New York, three uh, rant, the rant rolls on. Uh, souring a daily basis, many efforts of, you know, positive, uh, you know, NYPD public relations. We don't know how many act officers are active on it. And then for any officers on the site, in that capacity, we would be disciplining him for a policy. And unfortunately, he added, it's one of these things we don't have ownership of, we don't have any control over. You know, says some good, may, uh, uh, others may be, it's bad. After Eric Gardner was killed by police, uh, this is what users were saying. A more accurate headline would be not compliant, fat bastard. It's just doing resisting the law. Informants and officers say one. Yes, they'll pay off the family, said another. It's a lot cheaper than a riot. Therein lies the problem. And you know what? This is what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? In short, as I conclude tonight, like I said, to, to get some fresh air because this is some dirty ass shit that I'm dealing with right here. Um, it is officers like this that make you want to line them up and execute them. And, and clean the clean the air and clean the uh, you know the, the surrounding area with a pair of rubber gloves. But at the same time, just as you can hate these people, you have to pray for the parents that had them because they had some pretty useless people. And it's unfortunate that you know uh, the money that's put out there, the uh, Time that's spent, um, you know, raising these kids fell short. And it's unfortunate that, you know, we as a people who have made it to the promised land have got there, but we still got a few people that would destroy that progress. And it's unfortunate that it is that way. Well, this concludes this segment of Flossy Jeezy's What's Poppin'? Mike Brown, two years later. It's a pretty bleak look out there, folks, so far as law enforcement and black American minorities, you know, getting along with law enforcement in this country. And it's a shame that it's this way. But, you know, um, I passed a lot of information. I'll go back and review it. I'm still trying to get better at uh, controlling the language. But you got to understand, things they never approach my son or violate my son. If you ever violate my children, I'm going to violate them. This is an ugly situation that we're in, and it's becoming to the point where, you know, it's it's really hard to, for one, to 
contain themselves from wanting to be violent because, you know, when people continue to be violent towards you, it's natural to want to retaliate. Let's pray to do and be better, and let's be better people. This has been your boy, Flossy TV, with what's popping before. Right around two years later, tell us some uh, pretty uh, general stuff. Pray and hope that we can, you know, time will outlast this and will outlast this. And we'll become better people from it. So from your boy, Flossy Jeezy, 516-418-593. Probably run a music show tomorrow morning. Probably run another talk show. Oh, I don't know, maybe, maybe Monday night. Either way, I appreciate you folks for listening in. I appreciate those who weren't getting in or couldn't. You know, it's always the next time with your boy, Flossie Jeezy. Again, Flossie Jeezy. This has been Mike Brown two years later. God bless you folks, and good night. We're going to finish tonight for the next uh, 20 minutes or so, playing some hot, some soothing stuff, maybe a little something to fire us up. God bless and good night.
come to our attention that a mysterious force is loose somewhere in outer space. The mysteries of creation are there. Up in the sky? Up in the sky. The moon and the planets are there. And new hopes for knowledge and peace are there. And therefore, as we set sail, we ask God's blessing on the most hazardous and dangerous and greatest adventure on which man has ever embarked. Demonic chapters shall be captured by kings Through the storms of days after And to the earth from the sun through triple darkness to blast ya With a force that can't be compared to any firepower For its mind power shared The brainwave causes vessels to circulate Like constellations reflect at night off the lake Word to the father and mother earth Seeking everlasting life through this hell for what it's worth Look, listen and observe and watch another sea cycle pulling my peeps to the curb. Heed the word, it's like ghetto-style proverbs. The righteous pay a sacrifice to get what they deserve. Cannot afford to be confined to a cell. Brainwaves swell, turning a desert to a well. Experience the best teacher. Fops will spray like street sweepers. Little daddy street preacher, illustrious teacher. Narrator you select, accompanied by deck plus the DJ you respect. Seven and a half combined over the front line. The ten percenters promoting slander in the airtime. Bear in mind, jewels be the tools of the trade. Sharp blades, heavenly praise, and dues are paid. Above the crowd, above the clouds, where the sounds are original. Infinite skills create miracles. Warrior spiritual, above the clouds, raining down, holding it down. Yeah, I leave scientists mentally scarred. Triple extra large, wow, like rock stars who smash guitars. Poison bars from the guards, bust holes in your mirage. Turn the earth to claim my throne The maker, owner, plus soul controller Ayatollah rest in the sky to cloud my sofa Stand like colossus, regardless to whom or what Numerous attempts in my life to who to trust Who but us, to supply her with the fire The burning truth, 150 absolute proof On the mic like Moses spoke in golden squad Survivor of the oldest tribe who soldiers die I know the five families who shed tears and more But I hands them on the ammo cause the battle's still on Precise laser beam techniques to touch something When we die hard, they build a monument to honor us with Humongous effect in the world, we could have conquered it Above the crowd, above the clouds, where the sounds are original Infinite skills create miracles, warrior spiritual Above the clouds, raining down, holding it down Above the crowd, above the clouds, where the sounds are original Infinite skills create miracles, warrior spiritual Above the clouds, raining down, holding it down Yo, Yo, man, it's crazy, man. Yo, we ain't heard from you in a while, dog. 
I'm down by law. Hey, yo, get on them, dog. Yo, when I jump on your set, bitch, nigga should jet. I'm a bonafide bet. Yo, quiet is kept on the hush hush, the low. Room for you to grow is very necessary nowadays, my bro. To expand the plan in these days and times. And everybody think they be blazing rhymes. I know, man, you looking just like Ned the Rhino. While your CD skips, he flipped the black vinyl to death. Come out of left with the right shit, huh? And God only knows who will be the next star up to bat. Fuck the rat attack, show remorse. You could be off course and get deaded by force. Word. Fact, not fiction. You whack jack switching. Ain't never been my style and my personal foul is kept private. You like that ride? Well, I drive it. There's many dimensions to this man, may I mention. A jelly nigga, something that I don't sweat. Cool, cause I don't get up. Word Straight up. Cool, cause I don't get up. Straight up. Cool, cause I don't get up. You know? I used to be the mad nigga that was Aggie and then I started to take it light, let my mind revolve in Keep shit in my mentals, peace my credentials From day one, always gave the people what they want Now when I'm rocking, you see I'm the best Cause I got fat rhymes, you can blow out the deck Every day, all day from sun to sun in the laboratory Some of you only know half the story Come on, is that really your opinion? Or are you dick riding? You need to quit hiding And come feel the rush of a real hip-hop song Some niggas is not strong to them so long Sayonara, you gave it your best Now they got your phone number, birth date and address You's a sucker, you didn't have to let your lips pucker Now you funny style like your name is Chris Tucker Cool, cause I don't get a damn I don't get upset. Yeah. Cool. Cause I don't get upset. Cause I don't get upset. Cool. Cause I don't get upset. 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 I stay cool. And I don't get upset. I rip a hole in your soul and write another bomb thread after this. Like clockwork. It's so systematically done. All these fake dudes, they gotta be one. Nigga who holds the port down, that's me. Rip the ASR, MP, the SP, 950, 1080, and never been shady. Nothing but love, rocking my beard like Brady. And if that's something that you can't get, fuck the bullshit, fuck that. Time to get pissed, time to stay real, and that's that. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all of that other bullshit, we gon' keep it real. Straight up and down, cause I don't get upset.
Everybody wanna dance when the slow jam come Looking tough cause you're waiting for your chance to hump Straight grinding, everybody having fun And it's cool till a fool pull a loaded gun Cause another dude kicked his Bacardi over He had to act a fool, now the party's over Gunshots rang like it's thunder And everybody bum rushing and I'm rushing to get a number Said she got a man but she's lying Why? I seen her talking to the southern guy And he's a dealer so you know she gon' sweat him I ain't tripping, I just hope he get him I got number love